Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for your listening pleasure. Making his way to the ring, your host of the Turnbuckle Topics Podcast, here's Pat Dunning. Welcome to the Turnbuckle Topics Podcast. My name is Pat, and today I'm going to go over both the Raw and SmackDown Money in the Bank qualifier matches that took place this week. Also going to jump into the latest wave of WWE releases that took place on Friday. Unfortunately, more wrestlers kicked to the curb. Not happy about it, but we're going to get into that. So, I've come to the conclusion that WWE President and Chief Revenue Officer Nick Khan is firing everybody because he wants a match at SummerSlam. If he could fire enough people... He's going to be in a triple threat match against both Universal Champion Roman Reigns and WWE Champion Bobby Lashley in a triple threat winner-take-all match. That's the only way to make sense of this, right? If you follow me on social media, at Turnbuckle Topics, that's Turnbuckle, T-O-P-I-X. Or, if you want to leave me a review, you know, leave a comment. Let me know, because this is the only way... To make sense of this, you know, um, these budget cuts, as we saw the last wave in early June, a lot of people saying potentially WWE is looking to sell uh, within the next few years. Hey, maybe so. But I think, in my heart of hearts, that Nick Khan wants to be champion. Leave it at that. But unfortunately, Nick Khan had a meeting at WWE headquarters on Friday, uh, ultimately leading to the decision of getting rid of more talent. Now, instead of it being Raw or SmackDown uh, roster members, this time around it was mainly 205 Live and NXT, guys and gals who got cut. Start off at the very top, we found out that Brizango, that is the tag team of Fandango and Tyler Breeze, were released. Aria Davari, Tony Nese, Chase Parker and Matt Martell, the tag team Everrise, August Gray, Sunil and Samir Singh, the Bollywood Boys, Marina Shafir, Kurt Stallion, Arturo Ruas, Killian Dane, and last but certainly not least, Tino Sabatelli. Which, by the way, I also learned that he was, uh, or is rather, a former NFL player. Did not know that. Played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Cleveland Browns, and Kansas City Chiefs. So if you learn nothing at all today, folks, you learn that. Which, I'm really confused as to why they rehired Tino Sabatelli in October of 2020, only to get rid of him just a few months later. I don't even recall seeing him on NXT television this go-round, and it's just a shame. It's a shame for all of them. Um, you know, this this past Monday on Raw, of course, we saw Nikki Cross come out with her new superhero gimmick, which I really do hope it works out for her. A little skeptical at first. But we come to find out through Killian Dane that this was actually, uh, you know, Nikki Cross's idea. While a lot of people on social media were bashing it and assuming that WWE creative, or lack thereof, uh, was making her do this, it was actually Nikki's idea. And I don't fault her for it at all. Hopefully it works out. Anything to not only remain relevant, but to get that television time. To jump right into the midst of the women's division yet again. Uh, Nikki Cross, she's incredibly talented. So I... In short, I hope it works out for her. 
Uh, really a shame that her husband, Killian Dane, was released. Unfortunately, he found out, as well as, I believe, the Bollywood Boys at the WWE Performance Center. They were, you know, doing reps, working out, so on and so forth. Got this news, and so that had the sting quite a bit. But I think that most of the talent on this list will have absolutely no problem landing a gig outside of WWE. Um, and, hey... If you're looking for some inspiration as far as making a comeback one day to WWE, just look at Drew McIntyre, right? Released in 2014, I believe. Less than three years later, after making making his rounds on the Indies, successfully uh, becoming champion within several promotions, signs with NXT the spring of 2017, becomes NXT champion uh, by the summer, the late summer, 2017, I believe, at NXT Brooklyn against Bobby Roode. And, and, you know, so let that be inspiration. And, of course, he was brought up to Raw and SmackDown in the coming years, becoming a tag team champion and being a multiple-time WWE champion. So that's that, folks. And I got to also mention that, you know, Nikki Cross was not the only one to uh, lose a significant other within the company. We saw that. Uh, Roderick Strong, who, by the way, just made his comeback, uh, his return on NXT this past week with the new faction, The Diamond Mine. His wife, Marina Shafir, was was let go. And I was reading that Marina Shafir was actually originally slated to be part of that faction, which I would have been incredibly interested to see, not only to finally get her back on television, uh, but just to see that dynamic of, of husband and wife. I think it would have worked out great just as it worked out great for Killian Dane and Nikki Cross when they were members of Sanity. Amazing run, 2017, 2018. Uh, just think of those matches. They had more games. And, and, of course, when they were brought up to SmackDown Live, you know, that's when everything fell apart. Uh, Eric Young, I believe, was released last spring. We saw Alexander Wolfe released on the last round of cuts, I believe. And now Killian Dane, Nikki Cross being the only remaining member of Sanity, still within WWE. So... Good luck to all the guys and gals that were uh, released uh, on Friday. And again, I'm sure they'll have no problem getting back on their feet. And we will see them in no time. So now let's hop into these Money in the Bank qualifier matches that we saw this week. Starting off with Monday Night Raw. We saw Ricochet defeat AJ Styles, making him the first one to solidify his spot in the men's Money in the Bank match. The second men's match that we saw, we saw John Morrison defeat Randy Orton. And then the third men's qualifying match on Raw that night, we saw Riddle defeat Drew McIntyre. Going to be honest with you, I was happy with all three outcomes. You know, AJ Styles has has done a lot throughout the course of his six years or so with WWE. Randy Orton has obviously done it all. And Drew McIntyre, I mean, he's been in the WWE title picture, I believe, since January of 2020, since he won the Royal Rumble up until this past Sunday at Hell in a Cell. He's literally been in the title picture for a year and a half. So, um, you know, I really had no interest in seeing any three of those guys in this match. So very happy for Ricochet, John Morrison, and Riddle. Very interested to see how, how they fare in the Money in the Bank match. Sure, they'll do great. But we do have a second chance opportunity, uh, triple threat match, to qualify for the Money in the Bank. Uh, this match will take place on Raw Monday. We have AJ Styles going up against Randy Orton, going up against Drew McIntyre. My pick to win that match is Randy Orton. I think mainly because we're going to see that interesting dynamic between RK Bro, 
Randy Orton and Riddle have been one of the best things on Monday Night Raw in the last two months in the ring and even more so out of the ring. I just really enjoy their skits. Dude, Riddle has grown on me so much uh, throughout the throughout the course of the last six to eight months. Um, at first, when he, they brought him up to Raw, uh, actually, he was brought to SmackDown initially. I was very skeptical that night where they had him go over and defeat AJ Styles, I believe, in what was the main event. But, dude, Riddle's character is great. Randy Orton is always annoyed by him. Uh, but it's also Randy Orton's guilty pleasure. It's like, I can't live with you, I can't live without you type of deal. And I would eventually like to see them become tag team champions at some point. But I do think they will both be in this uh, Money in the Bank ladder match when all is said and done. So, gonna hop over to the Raw women's matches that we saw. We saw Asuka and Naomi in a qualifier match for Money in the Bank. Going up against Eva Marie and Dewdrop. I hope they do drop that name. Uh, terrible. Just call her Piper Niven, as, as she's been an absolute star in NXT UK. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really follow NXT UK all that much. I watch enough pro wrestling as there is. Um, and and I, I do try to read up on it from time to time, but she's she's been great from what I've heard and seen. So uh, to debut her in this ridiculous story with Eva Marie is uh, just not fair for her, but I'm sure she'll recover at some point. And by the way, I did also hear that NXT UK will be the next brand within WWE that will have several releases coming up in the very near future. Hopefully I'm completely wrong, but that's what seems to be uh, the hot the hot rumor running around. So we saw, much to my surprise, we saw Asuka and Naomi defeat Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Um, I don't think anybody saw that coming. I think everybody expected to be highly disappointed when this match was said and done, but obviously, thank you WWE, you made the right decision. And we will see them in the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. The other match we saw on Monday night was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross debuting that new superhero gimmick. Going up against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Successfully getting the victory. Bliss and Cross move on and advance also to the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. So at this point we have three guys solidified. Four women solidified. And as far as I can recall... Um, I know the Money in the Bag matches usually have anywhere from 5 to 10 contestants, typically. Um, I believe they'll be doing 6 this year, just like they did last year. So, we're going to hop over to SmackDown side of things, where we saw Big E go up against the Intercontinental Champion, Apollo Crews, in a non-title match. This is strictly to qualify for the Men's Money in the Bank ladder match. And we saw Big E get the victory. Was very happy to see that. And um, so he is the fourth uh, fourth man in that match. Of course, we'll see who the fifth man in that match is on Raw between that triple threat between AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. And last but not least, we will find out. Um, we found out through the course of the show on SmackDown that we're going to see Sami Zayn go up against Kevin Owens in a last man standing match uh, this coming Friday on SmackDown, scheduled by Adam Pearce. And I'm just a little bit confused because, correct me if I'm wrong, but... I believe this past Monday, Kevin Owens sent out a tweet saying something along the lines that he was uh, taking a break or taking time away from WWE to some extent. Um, one week, I believe that was the case. It probably didn't warrant an announcement, but um, so be it. So uh, personally, I believe that Kevin Owens will get this win. And uh, yeah, I think the two final spots in the men's money in the bank is going to be Randy Orton and Kevin Owens. So we will see. 
Now, hopping over to the women's side of things on SmackDown, we see that um, you know Sonya Deville, first she had came out and uh, made an announcement saying that she is declaring that Carmella will be in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Also, uh, also a little note that is Carmella is the first uh, women's Money in the Bank winner and a two-time winner, and I believe that's because of the help of Ellsworth in that match. James Ellsworth, I know you remember him. Um, so Ellsworth, I believe, got it. Then Carmella got it uh, maybe the next night uh, on Raw or SmackDown, whatever. So she is a two-time uh, Money in the Bank winner. Alexa Bliss winning 2018, Bailey winning 2019, and, of course, Asuka won last year. Um, <clears throat> so, Which is interesting because we're seeing three of the four former winners in this match. So Carmella is slated to be in this match, which only leaves room for one other uh, woman. So Liv Morgan comes out, basically tells Carmella, you know, yourself proclaimed this and that. Liv said she deserves to be in the Money in the Bank over her. Sonya Deville sets up a match right on the spot. And lo and behold, Liv Morgan defeats Carmella for the second time in a row, getting back-to-back wins and being the sixth and what I believe to be the final member of the Women's Money in the Bank. So that should be a great match. Uh, so far, I really have no qualms about the men's or women's uh Money in the Bank matches. Again, the six women are Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella, and Liv Morgan. The men's match, we got Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Big E. And then we'll find out, um, you know, who will win the men's triple threat match on Raw. And then the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, last man standing match. Now, if you caught my podcast with Dan the Man last week, he when he asked me who I think will be uh, the winner of each of uh, the Money in the Bank uh, matches for the men I did pick uh, Big E and although these aren't my official predictions uh, feeling pretty strongly about Big E I felt confident after I saw him win on Smackdown the other night and I said okay well that's a start he's in the match I believe this is Big E's first match uh, or first opportunity rather in a Money in the Bank ladder match and then of course for the women uh, I also told Dan I said Liv Morgan and lo and behold Who's in it? Liv Morgan. So, uh, feeling pretty confident, and uh, and I likely will stick with these two picks with Big E, Liv Morgan. Also feeling like Naomi uh, may win the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. So, I'm, I'm somewhere between Liv Morgan and Naomi at this very moment. So, towards the end of SmackDown this week, we saw Roman Reigns come out and with Paul Heyman and Jimmy Uso, and basically... Roman's, you know, stating that there's nobody else back there for him. There is no competition, essentially, whether it's Money in the Bank, SummerSlam. I've done it all. I've defeated everybody. And, um, yeah, I pretty much run out of opponents. That was until we saw the return of Edge. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania. And come to find out, you know, after Edge went in there and speared Roman, they went back and forth. Uh, they, they had a little scuffle. For a few minutes, uh, right up until the very end of SmackDown, Jimmy Uso got involved. And come to find out, it was made official that on Sunday, July 18th at Money in the Bank, Roman Reigns will be putting his Universal title on the line against Edge. So, on Talking Smack, Seth Rollins w- was pretty upset to see that not only is Edge back, but he's getting a Universal title opportunity. Uh, Seth does believe that it's his opportunity to be had. Uh, he says, I don't care what Edge wants. I'm Seth freaking Rollins. This place revolves around me. I've been here every day. I didn't take six months off. Um, I've been busting my ass. I deserve that shot. I deserve that title match. Said things like it was promised to me regard in regards to a Universal Championship opportunity. 
Uh, they were inclined to agree. Uh, promise is a promise, he basically said. And uh, basically, he was uh, filled with rage, seeing Edge. Uh, cannot believe that this is real and that he is getting this opportunity uh, yet again at a pay-per-view event, uh, a shot at the Universal title and Roman Reigns. So that obviously leads to what is next. And as it's been rumored for the last couple of weeks, will we see John Cena and Roman Reigns? Maybe. But even more so, will we see Seth Rollins and Edge at SummerSlam. So I think without question, uh, we're going to see Seth Rollins and Edge at SummerSlam. But I think the biggest question is, if Cena does not come back and fight Roman at SummerSlam, will we see a triple threat match for the Universal Championship between Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and of course Edge? You know, this will be the, uh, you know, if... I'm saying if Edge doesn't win at Money in the Bank, which I don't think he will, this will be the third Universal title opportunity in a matter of months for Edge. And that would be the second time he'd be in a triple threat match for the Universal Championship. So I say if that is the case, and obviously if Edge does not win at SummerSlam either, uh, one, two, three strikes, you're out. I, you know, I, I love Edge, but I think... Uh, his shot at a Universal Championship is no longer necessary, and we could just move on from there. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. I do look forward to a Seth Rollins-Edge feud, and I actually really hope that that is its own thing and that it doesn't trickle over uh, to a potential triple threat with Roman. I, I hope Roman has a different opponent at SummerSlam. But hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We have Money in the Bank coming up in just a few weeks, and so let's tackle that first. So yeah, we'll see on Monday night. Triple threat match, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, who will win that. And of course on SmackDown, that last man standing uh, matchup between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens should both be great. And we'll see what happens. All right. So thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Turnbuckle Topics. I'm your host, Pat. And I'll see you guys very soon. Got a question for Pat? Send him an email at turnbuckletopics at gmail.com. That's turnbuckle, T-O-P-I-X, at gmail.com. Find him on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Turnbuckle Topics. Thanks for listening to the Turnbuckle Topics podcast. Be sure to subscribe. If you like the show, help others find out about it. Leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for another episode of Turnbuckle Topics. See you then.